What's up all you motorcycle enthusiasts? Welcome to another episode of the V-Twin Life where we talk motorcycles powered by those V-Twins and what fuels our passion about it and why we enjoy it so much. I'm also proud to announce that this episode of the V-Twin Life is sponsored by that Northwest brand, Crash Ink Clothing. You can find them on the World Wide Web at CrashInClothing.com and on Instagram at Crash underscore Inc. By the way, if you're down that Tigered Oregon area, you can now swing on into Paradise Harley-Davidson and pick up some Crash Ink gear now. So if you're like me and you don't want to wait on that shipping because, well, you just want to wear it now, well, you can. Swing on into Paradise Harley-Davidson and get some. And if you're thinking about logging into that Crash In Clothing website and getting some gear, stay tuned for another announcement in this podcast. So, now let's sit back, relax, dive on this episode. We twist the throttle and grab some gears. Let's roll into this. One kind of one I've been waiting on, Ramble, the man that founded Ride One K Today, a ride that's inspired many of us, including myself and a few other guests I've had on the show, with one of his famous hashtags, put your miles where your mouth is. The man that started it all, Ramble. Hey, Denver. Thanks hey, for hey. having me. Hey, no problem, man. Hey, thanks for coming on. Oh, yeah. Got a nice show here. It's actually, a, uh, when you told me about it, a real cool surprise to see Leo on your first episode. Yeah, he was a lot of fun. I enjoyed talking to him. He's that's one guy that I, you know, well, shoot, I can't say one. I think about everybody I've done is definitely a guy that I hope to cross paths with someday and sit down and have a good time with. Absolutely, and he's one of only five of our annual riders that have rode every year since we've done it. So five years, five rides, and he actually did two this year. So he's on six, but so there, there's only five, and there can never be more, and it can only be less. That's awesome. So I guess the fun thing is he loyal. That's there you go. That's a very true fact. So uh-huh. where did motorcycling come into your life at? Uh, well, I wish it came in a lot sooner than it did, but it, it did happen when it should have. Um, so you've had some guys in your family who were always into into motorcycles, and kind of what got the bug in you? Just uh, just my uncle Randy, and the only time I saw it. He rode from Colorado to my sister's high school graduation um, when we were in New York then and where, where I'm back at now. But um, that's the only time I'd seen him. So I was really never around it. Um, I was just something I myself was interested in with no real influences um, directly around me. That's sweet. So is that where did the nickname Ram- Ramble come from? Uh, that came from a little adventure I went on. Uh, it kicked off in 2014, just me, my motorcycle, and a camera, and I named it uh, Ramble on Photography, um, Ramble on Photo on Instagram, which if anyone's aware with, of, um, knows I pretty much dropped off of at this point that Ride1K is taking its place, and um, I actually didn't even have a motorcycle uh, before I started planning that. Um, and I planned for about three years and saved and just hit the road on my bike and lived on it for uh, about 18 months, did 50,000 miles, only about 10 years ago. Um, I've always just I wanted a motorcycle. I've always noticed motorcycles and cars. I was always like as a kid pointing out, oh, that's a Corvette, and just sort of figured these things out on my own and motorcycles and um one thing that really stands out for me is 
when I was maybe uh, 15 years old. Um, I asked my mom where my Uncle Randy is because we don't hear from him much. He's, he's a lot like me, just always rambling on the road and stuff. And um, he's a real cool dude. And, and he's just like, I don't know, on his motorcycle somewhere. And uh, I just remember, like, just getting this huge smile inside. And I just I didn't say anything. I just put that on the shelf in my brain and came back to it when it, it made sense for me. And um, that was about 10 years ago. Awesome. 50,000 miles in about 18 months and um, without any plan whatsoever. Just um, I had a map, Google Maps full of just locations to check out, all kinds of stupid stuff to um, national parks and would just wake up every morning and see what's around me and like I'm gonna go this direction just like totally with zero plan whatsoever going for broke and um and planning for being broke at the end like that was the whole plan I've been broke before and I get myself out of it wasn't worried about it whatsoever and that's how I found Oregon I landed in Oregon uh broke and uh found some awesome people there and got back on my feet quicker than ever and the rest is history kind of living the, the vagabond lifestyle and just traveling yep yep absolutely i recommend it to anybody you know that there's going on a trip and then there's going just forgetting about everything else and where you need to be at the end of it and just going so where did the whole inspiration for the ride one can a day come from for to, to get that going the ramble on photo definitely paved the way for that it this one existed without that um and while I was out there, um, I did a couple 1Ks, not because I wanted to, I'll admit that, it's because I had to be somewhere at a certain point. Uh, I started getting paid for my photos and then had to get to this event or that event and um, was a thousand or more miles away. And um, then after I would do that, I would tell people, yeah, I just rode a thousand miles, 24 hours to get here. And um you know, people thought that was wild. And there's another organization that, that does something similar and legal counsel has advised me to keep their name out of my mouth. So <laughs> we won't say no that. No problem. But um, they didn't know what that was. And that kind of blew my mind. And I hadn't done one for them, but I thought it was a really popular thing. And it is, but anybody I was talking to hadn't heard about it, young and old writers. And um, so it seemed like it sort of needed a revival for this new generation of writers. So that kind of inspired. I think it's kind of, I don't know if you want to say the realms of a, a dark society, but it's just, I don't know. I like to think of it. Sometimes it isn't a, it's an elite group of guys. I mean, it's not a large group of people that want to set out or have the intentions to go do a thousand miles in 24 hours or less. And I think to me, I think that's part of the intriguing part or that really, also made me want to go do it just because it's not something that everybody does. And that's, you know, what I like to think of is a lot of us own motorcycles. Well, the whole part, I mean, same with the car, you want to make that bike or that car yours. And so mm-hmm. as you know, you change parts, you kind of build it to be your own. And, you know, I like to be different. I don't want to be like everybody else and not everybody is going to want to go do like ride one cane a day. And I think that's part of the intriguing part is it's something not everybody's going to do. And I'm, you know, perfect thing for me. I like it. Yeah. That could even sort of be considered a one's modification to a bike. You put your pipes on, 
you know, a new seat and you put a thousand miles on the odometer. I never thought of it like that. And you kind of just put that in my head. Yeah, I, I like that. And I got to be careful comparing it to this, but there is, there is something to it being like one percenters and it's actually kind of cool. And I wish I could do this is do a diamond patch with a one K, but because that looks a lot like one. Right. And, you know, it'd take a, a large, a large pair to be rocking that. Um, so I won't be doing that, but there is something to it. You know, one, one percent of, of those club guys are, you know, doing that stuff. And I'd say one percent of motorcyclists are knocking out one K like this and, and really right. That's probably very valuable. Very good point. But I mean, you've kind of, you know, got your, your insignia with the, with the skeleton hands. Yep. Yeah. The skeleton, uh, the one K in the mouth kind of goes with put your miles where your mouth is. That kind of happened as a coincidence and then just worked. And I was like, Oh wow. And then, uh, yep. Wing wings on the side. I do. So yeah, uh, I like the design. Of course. I mean, I've, once I got the patches after, you know, I, after you certified my run, they quickly made their way to my vest and the stickers rocked the inside nice. of my tour pack as I'm building that sticker wall I got going on. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Everybody loves stickers, man. It, it's funny. They're just such a silly thing, but like we love stickers and putting them on our things They're It's their own badge. You know, you can't sew a patch on your motorcycle or your toolbox or whatever. So you throw a sticker on it. Yeah. I got the sticker wall going to the tour pack and then I have my, my ugly beer fridge in the, in my shop that is, it's probably 60%, 70% covered in stickers, but they're, they're nice. keep going to keep getting plastered on until it's just nothing but stickers. Hopefully it never dies. Yeah, That'll be it. depressing. Yeah, that's the thing. I've got such a collection of stickers. I haven't even put them on, and I really like these stickers. Again, it's such a silly thing. that's just stickers, but like I'm saving them for something that I know I will always have, and and I don't have that thing yet. Yeah, I mean, it's... Same thing, like with my beer fridge. I, I mean, I have some stickers from one of the most famous motorcycle hangouts in England, the Aces Cafe, which, yeah. I mean, that dates way back to World War II. It was actually a target, from my understanding in history. Uh, the Germans bombed it because it was such a popular motorcycle hangout in a Triumph oh, wow. place. Was The Triumph factory was very close, and they bombed the Aces Cafe, but they rebuilt it, and you know, someday if I can ever make it over to the UK, that's definitely one place I want to stop. But I got online. And, that's a sticker with some value. Yeah, I got online, did some talking with them, and they actually just sent me a couple of stickers years ago, which was freaking awesome. Nice. Yeah, you got to keep that fridge alive, man, just like a motorcycle. If something breaks on there, you got to chase the gremlins. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Keep it going. <laughs> so we had the other thing I really thought was pretty cool. We kind of talked about this yesterday. We were on the phone is. But Von Gasfall, when he did his four consecutive 1Ks, that's right. On yep. the fourth day, he was having troubles, and you actually went out of your way to go help him to so he could finish oh, that it. Was yeah, that was so much fun. Um, yeah, so he was doing the 4K in four days, and uh, that was part of a, a ride to support um, MotoFam. Uh, that was the kickoff of charity rides, so where anybody road to four corners motorcycle rally uh 1k there 1k leaving it or 1k anywhere during this five-day window uh the registration fee was donated towards MotoFam, and he told me it he wasn't gonna do 4k in four days he was maybe gonna do one of them on his cross-country trip but then he saw that post about the charity rides and 
it worked with his timing. So he's just like, I'm going to knock out four. So that's pretty crazy. Um, Especially not even on a touring bike either. I got to give, I mean, mad props to that. Yeah. So when he, he messaged me on the fourth day and said, uh, I broke down, man. I don't think I'm going to make it. And that's, that's all fine. I'm never going to press somebody. Um, But I'll help him, you know, try to work it out just like any other rider on the road. And uh, so I asked him, where are you? Thinking I would just put it out, you know, in the, on the internet, see if anyone in the area could help him out. And he's like, uh, Binghamton, New York. And I'm like, shit, that's an hour and a half from me. What do you need? I'm coming. And I just, I'm eager for these opportunities. And I just jumped at the chance to help this guy out, um, 1K or not. Um, so figured out what was wrong over the phone and he just needed some new plug wires. Uh, one, uh, rubbed through and was shorting out. So I pulled the plugs off my own bike and, uh, drove them down there. I would love to ride them down there, but then I wouldn't be able to ride back. Yeah, this is true. (laughs) So I got to meet him. Great guy. Um, and unfortunately for him, his record has already been broken. Uh, haven't put it out on the internet yet. Um, so y'all heard it here first on, on V twin life that, uh, Rancho Craig Amunga has done five K in five days. Holy God. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Von Gasfall already has a plan to take that back. And this, this plan, if followed through, uh, I think he'll keep it for quite a while. It's, it's pretty epic, and I don't know if he wants me to talk about it yet, so I'm just not going to uh, exactly what he's going to do, but it's next level. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on trying to get get an episode with him. That would be freaking awesome to sit down and talk with him also. Oh, he's just been going wild this year. He's got, I think, 15 rides this year submitted. Jesus. That is a so lot has- of freaking – a lot of ass time in the seat. Yeah. He's going for all the records and um yeah, he's knocking them out. So he's got the most in a year, the most overall, uh most consecutive, and uh there's a few others he could get and some he simply cannot. He can't get youngest rider, of course, but got quite a few years before he can take oldest rider. What is it? So what is it? Rancho Craigamonga is to correct you, the one with all the not Von Gas. Oh, okay. My bad. You're good. Um, the oldest rider is uh, 69. Giggity, giggity. Jose Ruiz Sr. No Instagram. Man, that still loves to ride. That's awesome. I hope to be that guy when I'm at 69. I know that. Oh, God. Don't we all? He's doing it right. Still loving the passion. Still having fun. Yeah. Yeah, I think he did that with a group. Uh, I think one of his his uh, children, a grown, you know, child, was uh, riding with him as well. See, that's what's fun. I mean, you know, like I've said in numerous, you know, other episodes, is that's one of the fun things I have is riding with my dad. It's a lot of fun, and it's great to see that bond with other, you know, parents and with their kids, whether it's their son or their daughter or vice versa. It's just it's awesome to have that time together. Yeah, I love that. I've seen a lot of family rides of all kinds. Passenger or them riding next to them. And fathers, daughters, 
sisters, everybody. It's great. Even seen a few. Uh, there were two that rode uh, loved ones' ashes somewhere, which is a really special ride. That's sweet. I know after I did mine, I got a good friend that all of a sudden he was messaging me like the next week. He's like, dude, we got to go do one. Shoot. All right. <laughs> we, we were going nice. to try to do it on our trip down to Oregon a few weeks ago, but you know, some of our plans changed, but I know springtime myself and Dustin Clark, we're going to take off and hell who knows, maybe we might knock out two of them in one trip. Dustin Clark, that rings a bell. Did he ride with you yeah. on yours? Um, okay. He rode with me down to Pendleton, Oregon a couple weeks ago on my, on the fun trip where I broke down on White's Pass. You know, Von Gasfalt has a tremendous number of records, I guess you'd fair to say, with the ride one can a day. Like you were commenting, uh, how he right. couldn't get the oldest because, well, he ain't Rancho, there yet. Rancho Craigamonga, and you pushed through. Yeah, I just ended up, you know, sitting on the side of the highway for, I don't know, four to five hours. and wow. But at least, you know, with the regulator, it's they're external. You know, it's mounted down between the frame rails and the bottom, so... It's not hard to get to, unlike, say, you know, three weeks before when I had to replace a stator where you got to pull your primary and you got to dive into right. it. That's not something, you know, you can actually realistically fix on the side of the highway. Yeah, I'm sure people have done it, but it's not easy. No, man, getting that freaking compensator bolt off on in the primary, man, that, that baby is on there. Yeah, got to find a real strong stick somewhere to lock the sprocket yeah and then the torque settings on it were, were ungodly i mean it, it took a lot to get that thing yeah. just to break loose yep i was standing on my breaker bar to get it off standing and, and giving it a little hop and then it finally broke yeah we were about that finally we broke out a three-quarter inch impact gun and that got the job done <laughs> Makes... on the side of the road no when i oh, when i did the yeah, stator right, it was right, in right. my dad's shop up on our bike lift but no, with the regulators, just the two regulators. 7 nuts come off and follow the uh, the wires. The plug goes Plugs up in. back behind the floorboard up by the battery, undoes right there, and yep. just fish the wire out of all the little clips that it goes in and put the new one in. And he was actually the one that went out of his way and took a extra 100, around 130-mile round trip to Owen Cycle and Harley-Davidson down oh, to get right. me a new regulator when my regulator went out on me. Plugs in bolt-on yeah which made it nice it's always nice when you start it up and you see that you're making bolts again and you're actually charging get back on the road but you know it comes down to what you said i mean i was on the side of the road and you know i have you know guys are riding bikes it was a nice day and white's pass is a nice ride and you know i had a handful of people pull in you know want to see what's going on and problems they can help and that's just you know part of the the brotherhood of riding it's you know motorcycles is an awesome is an awesome way to meet people. It doesn't matter what you're riding. I mean, I'm, I'm not a guy that's, you know, loyal to one brand or another. I've had them. Well, I haven't had them all, but I mean, I've had Hondas, I've had Suzuki's and, you know, now I'm onto Harley's and, you know, I, I don't care what a person rides. We're all riding for the same reason. We just want to enjoy the road, enjoy the wind and have a good time. Yep. Yeah. Even the people that, act like they care or sound like they care. You know, we all like to razz each other about whatever bike you're on sometimes. I don't. I truly do not care. I like to just, like, show me your odometer. That's all I care about, you know? Yeah. But um, the, even them, you know, it, nobody cares what you're riding, as long as you're riding. Yep, that's exactly it. And that was actually another thing that inspired uh, Ride 1K that uh, you might be interested in is 
there were some motorcycle shows like chopper shows and things. And there was a time, I think it was like in 2015, it seemed like a tipping point where people were just fed up with show bikes that didn't run. And then these shows started requiring that the bikes ride in. So that was part of what inspired ride. Okay. Is, you know, I don't, I don't care how cool this bike looks, you know, there's an art to that. I can appreciate that. But if it doesn't run, if it's not functional, it's like, I'm over it. You know, show me, show me a bike that runs. Okay. This one is beautiful and run. I totally agree with what you're saying. And the other aspect of myself that I look at is the functionality of it. I mean, don't get me wrong. Just like you. I mean, some of these bikes people build, I mean, they are awesome pieces of art. I mean, the, what they do, the visions and what they build is some look amazing, but to me, (laughs) Some of those, there's no practicality to it. Right. You know, I'm, I love, you know, to be able to go take off three days, four days. God, shit, who knows, 10, 12 days if I could. And you get some of these bikes that people build. It's like, dude, it, sure, it looks great, but it's not going to fit for me. It might fit for somebody else, and hey, that's great. But right. I like functionality. I like practicality of the bike, and that's just, you know, how it works for me, you know, along the lines of some of these, I mean, a lot of people like them. I'm probably might catch hate for, but I'm not a fan of these big wheel baggers. Guys want to put these 26s, 30 inch front wheels on them and cool. It it looks good for a show bike, but it just, that's not me. It just doesn't fit for me, but Hey, like I said, that's just, that's my opinion. And that's just me. Yeah. You, uh, you were talking about that in another episode, weren't you? You actually got to ride one. It wasn't bagger. me. I think that was with TJ Kibby. He rode one and said it was just horrible. Okay, yep. He rode it. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he... I would love to ride one. I'm not going to lie. I'd love to ride every kind of motorcycle out there. I might not like it at the end of it, but it's they all feel so different. And I'd be interested to see how that, that big wheel maneuvers. Yeah, I'd be curious too. I, I haven't ridden one, but yeah, he does. And I know he's up, you know, your side of the country. I think he's up in Connecticut. Right. But... Yeah, yeah. Our uh, our riding season is just about over, man. At least here in upstate New York, we're getting uh, well. It's raining now and forty two degrees, and uh, there's uh, snow in the weather report for Friday. Oh, that so, sucks. Yeah, I think it's about over for us here. We might get like you know that Indian summer days, a couple days here, but other than that, it, that's it. Yeah, I was going to try up. to try to get out for an hour or so today, but I had some other things going on. Cause I mean, we're getting cold up here in the Northwest in the night. I mean, we're starting to hit down the thirties, but in the afternoon, it's still in the, you know, mid fifties, which for me or guys up here, I mean, hell mid fifties is sometimes feels like damn near summer. Right. Still yeah. go outside in a t-shirt and Hey, this ain't bad. I'll just go, you know, put on a coat and go for an hour of therapy. Yeah. So are, are you still riding? Um, Yes and no. It, it's about over now. I, I might get another day or two in. Um, but as it is, I'm already real busy and without having nice days anymore. Yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of a wrap. But, I mean, come springtime, I mean, you still got a bike under your, oh, in your yeah. hands and, you know, still riding when you can. Oh, yeah. I got a 98 uh, Fat Boy. Uh, oh, yeah. I mentioned when we talked before, you know, it's something that's kind of always or is now – keeping me out of the saddle a little bit more than otherwise would. I got a six month old baby girl and, um, you know, spent a lot of time with her. So 
that's kept me out of the saddle a little bit, but. Well, those young ones that, that they do, man, I understand. I got three, but luckily mine are older now. Mine are 17, 19 and 22. There you go. Yeah. I'll, I'll get back to that point one day and spend as much time on my bike as I used to. Tell you what, if I give you any advice, man, is take lots of pictures because like everybody says they grow so fast and you think no way. And yeah, man, be- before you know it, they're freaking teenagers and you're like, where the hell did the time go? Man, I'm already seeing it. And, and I do take a lot of pictures. My phone's full constantly. And when I'm trying to take a picture, when she's doing something really cute, it says full and I scramble to delete some something whatever anything that's not her and so i can get more of her oh yeah i totally understand and know how that goes my friend well shoot man thanks for coming on and you know and doing this and we've been trying to work this out for a little while and i mean we're all busy and we all have things going on so you know i i can't thank you enough for taking time out of your you know your family time to sit down and shoot the breeze with me absolutely yeah it's been fun man it's been an honor Thanks for having me on. I like your show. Hey, thank and, you. Uh, we could totally do this again sometime. And oh, uh, absolutely, man. I'm down. And would, would be really fun to see is any of you uh, um, podcasters and motorcycle riders do like a, a riding podcast, maybe a 1K riding podcast. You know, I've thought about that. Me and Brad Columbus from Crash Inc. were kind of somewhat talking about that when we were also talking about comm setups and yeah. I think that would be freaking awesome. And that might be something that actually is somewhat might be in the works for next year. Nice. Hey, if you want to make a one K out of it, I might have to fly out and ride with you. Hey, we'd be down for it, man. I have a Senna. We'll just plug it in, twist the throttle and get chatting. <laughs> yeah, actually. And that's what me and him were talking about. Cause I've been looking at different comps and no, he's a, I guess you say a brand ambassador for Lexan Moto and their comm units. And okay. I don't, I don't have anything yet, but I've, you know, we were talking and it's like, you know, I'd like to get a set for me and the wife instead of having to scream back and forth and it'd be nice to get, I want to get a full face helmet soon and it'd be a whole lot easier talking when you have a comm set up. That is for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Although I admit, I do really enjoy the, uh, uh, What's it called? Like, oh, what's the word for, uh, it's like Pictionary. Just really exaggerated. Over-exaggeration? <laughs> yeah, to to explain, you know, whatever you need to do. Oh, yeah. The hand I, signals I and everything I'm else. i drawing a blank on it. I know exactly what you're talking about, and I can't think of the, the right name for it either. Yeah, there's some kind of game name, but, man, that's always been fun. It would be fun, but, dude, that would totally be fucking killers to, uh, do an episode while flying down the highway, knocking out a 1K would be, dude, I think you've really lit the bug for that one. I mean, we were talking about doing some runs next year with, with the Crash Inc. crew, and, yeah. dude, I think that would be freaking awesome. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, Hey, man, you got a, a wallet from uh, one of our fellow 1K riders. I did. That I thing is freaking awesome. Up. Yeah. Cool a arrow cool air. Yep. Actually, I got a bunch of papers all folded up in it, trying to kind of help break it in a little bit because it is nice, dude. His leather work and his etching is freaking amazing. Awesome. So, yeah, just trying to get that thing broke in. It is freaking cool as could be. Yeah, and before getting on the phone with you, I, I checked Graham, and he's got, like, five more on the table under the knife. So it sounds like some of these other riders are putting in orders. Sweet. Yeah. When the first three he put out, those look freaking cool. And 
it was awesome to, to get one of those. I was freaking stoked. Nice. Yeah, I'm glad you got one. That's awesome, man. So, all right, man. Well, shoot. Yep. Thanks for taking time. I'll and definitely go. would love to do this again and and continue. And like I said, man, if you ever make it out this way or someday, I'd love to make it even your way, man. Definitely got to hook up someday in the future and continue this conversation face to face. Yeah. Maybe we can meet in the middle, 1,500 miles each. There we go. I'm down. <laughs> all right, Denver. Thanks for having me on. It was nice talking to you. Hey, you too, man. Thank you. Hey, thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the V-Twin Life. Hey, and then you guys heading over to CrashInClothing.com, placing your orders, want to get yourself some of that gear. If you input the promo code CRASH1, all uppercase letters, you'll save yourself a little bit of money and uh, get yourself some nice gear. So, hey, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for uh, supporting this channel. So, hey, y'all ride safe, have fun. Enjoy those miles of smiles.